Salutations, listeners. You are listening to another episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast. And I'm your host, Nathan Holloway, your doctor for jazz. And it is our mission here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast to cure whatever it is that ails you with the power and the majesty of jazz music. And in this episode, we conclude our two-part spotlight on guitar great John Abercrombie. Um, If you haven't listened to part one, by all means, listen to that first, as some of the things that we're going to be talking about in this second part of the spotlight will reference some of the things that we've talked about in the first part. So, um, yeah. Uh, Part one of this two-part spotlight, which is the other podcast, deals with... um, John Abercrombie's work as a leader and this second part of the two-part spotlight deals with John Abercrombie in a sideman capacity and we're going to be talking about some of the legends of jazz that he has actually played with and collaborated with and the results are just well they they go the whole range of of (laughs) of things um but Regardless, every one of the entries are interesting and uh, worth noting and definitely worth discussing and talking about. So we're glad that you're here with us. Um, Yeah, so sit back, relax, grab a drink, cup of coffee, um, whatever you want to grab, you know what I mean? And uh, tune in because we've got 21 great tracks for you. Thank you for listening. Uh, So yeah, let's get to some great music.
All right. So we are taking you all the way back to 1968. That's where that first set started, and that was with organist Johnny Hammond Smith, which I referenced this in the very first part of the spotlight, you know, uh, when Abercrombie went to school at Berkeley in Boston, he used to hang out at Paul's Mall. And it was there that, um, you know, he met up with Michael Brecker, Randy Brecker. Um, <clears throat> and that's also where he met Johnny Hammond Smith, who invited him to go on tour. So, and uh, like I said in the other episode, the other podcast, Besides Barney Kessel and Jim Hall kind of being guitar inspirations to him, um, along with those rock, you know, rock and roll architects, pioneers, if you will, he was also uh, inspired by Pat Martino and George Benson, who both played in organ groups, you know, organ-led groups. So it's really no surprise uh, citing that and some of the um, organ trios that he returned to later in his career, which were featured in the, the, the first podcast on uh, John Abercrombie, that we start out um, with how he really got his first musical start, which was playing uh, on tour with Johnny Hammond Smith. And it's a great track. I mean, yeah, it's a groovy track, but it's... Um, yeah, it's just one of those things that's kind of like a free-blowing session, you know, where everybody kind of gets to have a chance to stretch out and solo. There's no, like, three-minute parameter. And it's on, uh, well, first of all, I should tell you that the track is called Nasty, with an exclamation point at that. And, um, yeah, it's from the Prestige record label. And we got to hear Johnny Hammond Smith uh, stretch out on a solo first. And then we got to hear Houston Person. Uh, stretch out on a tenor sax solo. And then we got to hear a very young John Abercrombie stretch out on a guitar solo. And, of course, Grady Tate was on drums and laying down the perfect background groove for that kind of song. After that, we fast-forward you from 1968 to 1970 and the band Dreams. <coughs> and... Dreams was a really, they're a group that's not mentioned a lot when it comes to the very first jazz rock fusion pioneers, uh, but they should be. And um, we heard the track Try Me, which was written by uh, keyboardist Jeff Kent, and uh, it was actually arranged by Michael and Randy Brecker and Barry Rogers. Um, and that, let me go ahead and tell you the personnel in the band. So the band Dreams. Um, and by the way, this is 1970. So this is about the same time Bitches Brew and all those fusion, early, early fusion things started really happening. Um, yeah, I'm, they actually say in the line notes that it was recorded during the summer of 1970, just weeks before Jimi Hendrix died. So, yeah. Hmm. And Jeff Kent says that there was the rock world and the jazz world, and this is kind of the point where they joined. So uh, Michael Brecker was on tenor sax and flute. Randy Brecker was on trumpet and flugelhorn. Billy Cobham was on drums and percussion. Jeff Kent, as I said earlier, was on keyboards, guitars, and vocals. 
Um, Doug Lubin, Lubon was on bass and vocals. Barry Rogers was on trombone and Wagner tuba, if you can believe that. Edward Vernon was the lead vocalist, and the lead guitarist was none other than John Abercrombie. So, yeah, very cool stuff, and... Um, yeah, man, it's it, it it it's really like a snapshot in time. I'm not saying that this is the end all be all music, but you can listen to a track like "Try Me" or "15 Miles to Provo" or any one of these great songs, and it immediately kind of mentally transports you like a time machine with your ears to 1970. Like that's what the sound of 1970 New York was like. It's pretty hip when you think about it. And then we ended the set with Bolivia, a original composition by the great Gato Barbieri from his 1973 album, Bolivia, which features Gato on the tenor sax flute and vocals, the great Lonnie Liston-Smith on piano, John Abercrombie is actually on acoustic guitar, which is a nice change of pace. The great Stanley Clark is on bass. Uh, Ayrton Moreira is on percussion. Roy Haynes is on this album. I'm sorry, Roy Haynes is not on this album. Uh, Bernard Purdy is on this album. Um, on one of the tracks, which is really cool. Um, but Matume is actually on congas. So... You have this this cool thing that you have, like Stanley Clark and Ayrto, which went on to do "Return to Forever" with Chick Corea, and you have um, Matumi, which you know went on to play with Miles Davis and his fusion group. So this is quite a, a nice group that um, Gato has assembled, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ayrto's actually on drums. That's what it is. I'm looking through this a little deeper. This is a double album CD. It's Bolivia and Under Fire. So, if you're wondering why I'm mixing some things up, but, yeah. And, um, yeah, Bolivia, recorded in 1973. And we got to hear, like I said, John Abercrombie on acoustic guitar. So we're already covering some really legendary figures that John Abercrombie has played with, and with some of them that, if you've listened to the first part of the podcast, part one, you'll see some of those these names that are familiar that he's already laid groundwork with and met and, you know, have this working relationship with. Um, whether that's Michael Brecker or whether that's, you know... Uh, some of these great cats that you're seeing now, um, like Johnny Hammond Smith, the organ trio format, right? And I mean, to work with Houston Person and Grady Tate and Johnny Hammond Smith and Michael and Randy Brecker, I mean, <laughs> Billy Cobham, Gato Barbieri, Lonnie Liston Smith, Matume, right? Ayrto, Stanley Clark. And we're just in the first set, y'all. So stick around. We got a whole lot more great music coming at you. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast Spotlight Part 2 on John Abercrombie. Get it, girl. Mm. 
at your farm But little darling, can't you see My signals turn from green to red And with you, all I can see Is a traffic jam up ahead You're just Cause I got some big pretty things 
Oh, man. So that track is called Sweet Hand Roy, and it comes from the 1975 album Sweet Hands 
by none other than Dave Liebman. I know, Lieb. You gotta love Lieb. Um, and that featured a who's who, man. Oh my God. So Dave Liebman, of course, <clears throat> on all the saxophones. And on this album, he also plays alto flute and wind chimes. <clears throat> Richie Byrock is on piano, electric piano, clavinet, beltry, and wind chimes. So if you listen to part one of the Abercrombie Spotlight, then you know what an important uh, connection this was for John Abercrombie because Richie Byrock is in this group, the Lookout Farm group from Dave Liebman. Um, of course, John Abercrombie is on guitar. Frank Tusa is on the bass and electric bass, but so is Charlie Hayden. Charlie Hayden is on bass as well. Um, Jeff Williams is on drums. Don Elias is on percussion, like congas, tambourine, bells, shaker, finger cymbals. And the great Battle Roy is on the tabla and on the ektar, and he's on vocals. <coughs> so, and... Um, yeah, this is very much a cool world music kind of influenced album. It, you can definitely tell that there is some lingering um, kind of moments that Dave Lieben had where it's de definitively a nod to the work that he did with Miles Davis right before this. Um, it was definitely inspired by some of that, that work from like On the Corner. You know, it's got that kind of vibe to it. And uh, don't forget that Battle Roy and Dave Liebman both were part of Miles's group. So, <clears throat> yeah, it's worth noting that that some of that is going on as well. And it's, you know, one of those great 70s East meets West sort of world music collaboration things, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's groovy. So, it's 1975. What are you going to do? So, um, before that... We heard from the great Billy Cobham, and we heard Red Baron, which is one of the tracks that was originally recorded on the Spectrum album, but this is from an album called Shabazz, recorded live in Europe, <coughs> and this features uh, live versions of some of these great songs, and Red Baron is just one of them, and it features, of course, Billy Cobham on the drums, Alex Blake on bass, Milcho Leviev on keyboards, who went on to play with Art Pepper. Yeah, so yeah, Milcho Leviev, man. Uh, Glenn Ferris on the trombone, Randy Brecker on the trumpet, Michael Brecker on the saxophone, and none other than our spotlight musician, John Abercrombie on the guitar. <clears throat> and if you'll remember, even with a who's who lineup like this of Cobham, the Brecker brothers, Glenn Ferris, Milcho, Liviev, even with this lineup, and as groovy as it sounded, it was that gig from 1975, that era, where Abercrombie is just like, what am I doing? He was at the Spectrum Theater, and he's just like, what am I doing here? Like, what is this? I want more jazz, jazz-oriented things. <clears throat> and that's when um, he got the uh, nod from Manfred Eicher to start his own, you know, uh, career 
with his first solo album at ECM Records, which became Timeless, that we talked about. And it's also where um, Jack DeJeanette came into his life and started the, um, the Gateway Trio with Dave Holland. So, yeah, all cool stuff that you should definitely have checked out from the very first podcast, part one. See? Don't go skipping. And then we started off the set from... <laughs> 1974, the Gil Evans Orchestra plays the music of Jimi Hendrix. Cannot make this up, y'all. And we heard Crosstown Traffic with Hannibal Marvin Peterson, none other than him on the vocals. Ah, Okay, let's see if I can get all of these members here. Hannibal Marvin Peterson on trumpet and vocals, Lou Soloff on trumpet, Peter Gordon on French horn, Pete Levin on horn and synthesizer, Tom Malone on trombone, bass trombone, flute and synthesizer, the great Howard Johnson on tuba, clarinet and bass clarinet, David Sanborn, who has an unmistakable solo at the end, on alto sax and soprano sax, Billy Harper on tenor saxophone and flute, Trevor Kohler on tenor sax and flute, Dave Horowitz on electric piano and synthesizer, Keith Loving, Ryo Kawasaki, who we just lost uh, a few weeks ago, and the great John Abercrombie, all on electric guitar, Michael Moore on the bass, Don Pate on the bass, Bruce Didmus on the drums, Warren Smith on the chimes and Latin percussion and vibraphone, and Sue Evans on the conga and the drums. Yeah, man, that's a hell of a lineup. And it's just a very interesting album because it's the entire album is, like I said, it's all, what do you call it, uh, tunes by Hendrix, but it's under the arranging uh of, of Gil Evans. So tracks like Crosstown Traffic that we heard, Castles Made of Sand, Foxy Lady, 1983, A Merman I Should Be, Voodoo Child, Gypsy Eyes, Little Wing, Angel, um, yeah, Up From the Skies, great, 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 great stuff. If you dig Hendrix, then this is at least worth a check out, you know, because <clears throat> Gil Evans did a lot more than just the music with Miles Davis. Um, he was a giant in his own right. So, and there's a great story that they talk about how Gil was so methodical and dedicated that he would sit at a piano for hours and hours and hours until he finally got the voicing just right for that one chord that he wanted, you know, within a lineup. Uh, I mean, you think about how many chords are in a chart and he want, he just sat there for hours you know, until his back was just hunched over and in pain because he was in search of that one particular voicing for a chord. I mean, that kind of craftsmanship, man, you just have to admire it. Props to, to Gil Evans. So, yeah. Mm. And that's another one of the giants that John Abercrombie has worked with. Dave Liebman, Billy Cobham, Gil Evans. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right. Remember, you can subscribe to the Dr. Jazz Podcast on wherever you find your podcasts, whether that's Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. Any of those, uh, we're definitely on. 
Feel free to leave a review. Also, check out our website, Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast.wordpress.com, where you have all the information right at your fingertips for album art and each track that we play on each episode. That way you know what to order, what to go and find in your local record store, and please support these artists. Also, you can follow us on Twitter to know when each one of the podcasts drops, and that you can follow us at NDHJazz. All right, enough talking. Let's get back to some great music.
All right, so that was Mountainscape number eight out of eight. And this is from the 1976 album, Mountainscapes, by bassist Barry Phillips. And um, it should note that everything in this set... Uh, really starts most of the collaborations that John Abercrombie had on the ECM label because at this point in time he was a um, recorded leader um, for his own sessions on ECM records that started in 1975. And you should go back to the first part of the podcast, part one, um, to really hear some of those great, great, great albums. Uh, but a lot of artists on the ECM label started using John Abercrombie on their sessions as well. And so uh, Barry Phillips is no exception. And on this album from 1976, Mountainscapes, each track of the eight tracks are titled Mountainscape 1, 2, and so on. And that was Mountainscape 8. And it featured John Abercrombie on guitar, Barry Phillips on bass, but also Stu Martin on drums and synthesizers, Dieter Feichner on synthesizer, and the great John Sermon on soprano saxophone, baritone saxophone, bass clarinet, and synthesizer. So you have three potential synthesizers in the group, which is really cool. So, um, yeah, and if you have heard the first part, then you know the collaborations that John Abercrombie has had with John Sermon, and it all comes back to this. This moment in 1976 in Barry Phillips's band for this album. So, yeah, very, very, very cool stuff. Before that, we heard uh, Enrico Rava and... We heard a track called By the Sea. <clears throat> and um, it comes from his album Pilgrim and the Stars. And that is from 1975 on the ECM label. And it's a really, really cool group. It's um, Enrico Rava on the trumpet, John Abercrombie on the guitar, Pale Danielson on the bass, and John Christensen on the drums. Now, those last two may sound familiar to you because that is half of the Keith Jarrett um, European quartet that included Keith Jarrett on the piano and Jan Garbarek on the tenor and soprano saxophone. So... Um, you kind of get an, a half cool sense of this stuff. But this is actually, this album, Pilgrim and the Stars, is Enrico Rava's debut album for ECM. Um, and, of course, Enrico Rava is an Italian trumpet player. Um, there are some gorgeous pieces um, really all throughout the whole album. You know what I mean? Um, some people have called it cinematic. I don't know if I would call it cinematic, but it is gorgeous. Um, some people say that it sounds something akin to a soundtrack to a 70s neo-noir film. 
albeit a deliciously avant-garde one. <laughs> I don't know where they come up with some of these um, descriptions, but it, it it's a great album. And if you dug the track that we heard, By the Sea, then you should definitely check it out. So it's not a wasted listen, guaranteed. And then we started off the set with um, the great Colin Walcott, and we heard Scimitar, um, which is co-written by John Abercrombie and Colin Walcott, on the album Cloud Dance. And this is from 1975 and features Colin Walcott on the sitar and the tabla, and John Abercrombie on the guitar, Dave Holland on the bass, Jack DeJanette on the drums. So if that trio backing Colin Walcott sounds relatively familiar, it should be. That's the Gateway Trio. Yeah. So basically, this is a kind of asterisk to this, even though Colin Walcott is the leader and it's his session you could almost call this another gateway album with special guest Colin Walcott. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's it's it the, the empathy that Holland, Dijonette, and Abercrombie have is just amazing. Then when you add Colin Walcott to it, it's just really cool. So, there you have it. Um, yeah. So, great albums coming out of ECM at this point in time, even as collaborations for John Abercrombie. Yeah, so we got uh, a little bit of mixed kind of things coming at you. Uh, Definitely a variety of styles in this next set. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to part two of our special Spotlight podcast on guitarist John Abercrombie.
All right, so that was a nice folksy little tune there called Lillicourt. And I'm probably butchering it, but, you know, it could be a little court. I don't know, but I'm going to say Lillicourt. And it comes from the 1981 Jan Garbarek album on ECM Records entitled Eventyr. E-V-E-N-T-Y-R. Eventyr. And it features Jan Garbarek on the tenor saxophone, soprano saxophone, and flute. Uh, John Abercrombie on guitars. And the great percussionist Nana Vasconcelos on the barambal, the talking drum, percussion, and voice. And it's just a trio album. And, you know, <laughs> uh, All Music gave this two and a half stars, which is just sad, because I think that if they understand Jan Garbarek's music, it's all about folk roots, and it's all about space and simple melodies. And I, there's a lot of times I don't, I don't think that people really get the whole ECM concept, at least from the way I understand it. Um, that it it champions the use of space. I mean, if you've ever listened to an ECM album, you know that there's at least three to five seconds of complete silence on the very first track before the music hits. It's like that's the Manfred Eicher like staple. <laughs> you know? So, but I digress. Anyway, before that, we heard from the great Bobby Hutcherson. And we heard the tune, The Sailor's Song. Um, and it's from his 1979 album, Un Poco Loco, on Colombia. And it features quite a, a group. Of course, Bobby Hutchison is on Vibes and Marimba. George Cables is on the piano. John Abercrombie, our spotlight artist, is on the guitar. Chuck DeMonico is on the bass and electric bass, and then the great Peter Erskine is on the drums. So let's put this in perspective. This is 1979, and Peter is probably wrapping things up with Weather Report, and he hits it off with his guitar player. And on down the line, they'll add in a bass player named Mark Johnson and create one hell of a trio that we talked about in the first podcast. So, there you go. They intersect, y'all. They intersect. Worlds collide. Ah, oh, good stuff, though. And it, there was a lot of nice... Um, a lot of nice melodic content in the Sailor song with Bobby Hutcherson. And if you like the sound of uh, those vibes, you know, let me direct you to the Bobby Hutcherson feature that we did uh, here very recently on the Dr. Jazz podcast as well. Once we go through Bobby's entire career, specifically some of the Blue Note stuff, that's really, really good. So I highly recommend that one. And then we started off the set with none other than Jack DeJanet and his New Directions group, which consists of Jack DeJanette on the drums and piano in this group, John Abercrombie on guitar and mandolin, the great Lester Bowie from the Art Ensemble of Chicago on trumpet, and Eddie Gomez on the double bass. 
and that is from and we heard the track I'm sorry Bayou Fever from the 1978 album New Directions on ECM once again uh, Scott Yanow gave this three and a half stars saying it's dull and that it the the, um, the music was less than the sum of its parts so making too much use of space yeah whatever <laughs> it's great music to me so I love Jack and I think Jack's a champion and I think John Abercrombie's a champion too so um, that's why we're spotlighting his music so there you have it um, let's see we've got one two we got three more sets coming at you so I uh, want to remind you, you can find and subscribe to the Dr. Jazz Podcast wherever you find your podcast, whether that's Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Feel free to leave us a comment, uh, a review. And uh, we also have our website so you don't have to write down anything or know what you're looking for. It's exact albums from the exact tracks that you hear on this podcast. We've already done all that work for you. All you have to do is go to the website if you're curious about a track title or anything like that, and that's Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z-Podcast.wordpress.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter at N-D-H-Jazz. Now let's get back to some more music.
Dream in June. Ah, such a great track. And it comes from the 1989 album Sail Away on Contemporary Records by the great Tom Harrell. If you dug that, then you definitely need to check out our spotlight that we did on the great Tom Harrell. Tons of great music in that. Um, And kind of looking through this on who's who on this track, man, it's just amazing. Like you have, okay, you have Tom Harrell on the trumpet flugelhorn, but on this particular track you have James Williams on the piano, Ray Drummond on the bass, Adam Nussbaum on the drums. So that later became a nice integral part. This is 1989. And in the 90s, Adam became a part of the John Abercrombie organ trio with Dan Wall after doing that that gig with Jeff Palmer. Check out the first part of the podcast, part one, to get more info on that. But then, besides John Abercrombie on the track, Dave Liebman is on soprano sax. So it's like he already knows Dave. And, the, I mean, it's like this connection to the past and this connection to the future for John Abercrombie. Not to mention it's just a bunch of great musicians for Tom Harrell. So the real winner of this is Tom Harrell. Yeah. Man. Great, great, great stuff. And then before that, we heard My Foolish Heart, the standard. And if you were wondering, if you're a big John Abercrombie fan, by chance, and you're like, I wonder why I haven't heard that in one of his trio albums before. That's because it's not under his name. And that's the strangest part about it. Um... That was John Abercrombie on guitar, Barry Altschul on the drums, and Red Mitchell on the bass. But it comes from the album Live at Sweet Basil by the Paul Blay Group. But Paul's not even on the track. I mean, this has to be one of the strangest things ever. It's on the Soul Note album label, and it's from 1988. March of 1988, and, I mean, Paul's on the rest of the album. So, I mean, and the worst part is that this is the conclusion of the album. This is the fifth of five tracks. So, it's just very, very strange. Um, maybe he was at the bar since he's live at the Sweet Basil. Maybe he has at the, he's at the bar getting a drink, and the band has decided to do one more, and then that was enough for uh, the album. I don't know. But it's definitively a feature for John Abercrombie and his guitar prowess and a gorgeous solo by John and exquisitely presented uh, on a beautiful ballad like My Foolish Heart. But I also want to talk about just how wonderful that bass solo was for just a second. Red Mitchell, man, so tasteful, so damn tasteful. And then the best part about it is that he ends the solo with that kind of Billy Holiday uh, two to one sort of thing, you know. I know I'm geeking out theory wise here, but that, uh, you know, that 
the way that she used to end those phrases. He he specifically ended that bass solo with that same kind of scoop down the way that Lady Day used to sing. And it's just, oh man, it's just beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Man, yeah. And it reminds me of some of the stuff that Red did with uh, Chet Baker too. Gorgeous stuff, gorgeous stuff. And then we open up the set from the 1983 duo album Solar between John Abercrombie and John Schofield. Yeah. The alternate title is known as The Bop Album. I, I don't know. But we heard the track Even Steven. And that track would later come back in the John Abercrombie trio. Um between him and I believe Mark Johnson and Peter Erskine. So yeah. Um, so cool. I mean, just to hear the interplay between Sco and Abercrombie, uh, both Berkeley graduates. So both, uh, coming at the guitar from a similar, but different point of view. I know that's an oxymoron, but still, um, it's definitively jazz guitar, but they have such individuality between themselves uh, and their sound and their approaches. I mean, they're both immersed in blues and jazz and rock, you know, but it's just nice to hear them interplay. And we really haven't heard anything like that from Abercrombie since the duos with him and Ralph Towner, which you can check out at the part one, you know, so yeah. And, like I said, this is our spotlight on part two on the guitarist John Abercrombie. And, um, yeah, it, we're spotlighting his work as a sideman. Because even as a sideman, you may have a chance on somebody else's album to basically take the lead, just like what we heard with the Paul Blay group. <laughs> so there you go. Um, all right. So not going to do a lot more talking. We're just going to get back to some great music. Thank you so much for listening. So hang tight. We got a couple more great sets coming at you, just like this one. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
21 years ago. Charles Lloyd recorded that. Mm. Still sounds just as fresh and poetic as ever. That track is called Voice in the Night. And it comes from his 1999 album of the same name. Which features Charles Lloyd on the tenor sax. Billy Higgins on drums. Dave Holland on bass. And our featured artist... John Abercrombie on the guitar. And it's just just gorgeous, gorgeous stuff. He also uh, recorded a, a, a version with this quartet of Forest Flower, Sunrise Sunset, um, on top of A Flower as a Lovesome Thing by Billy Strayhorn and Elvis Costello and Burt Bacharach's God Give Me Strength. So, but the rest are original compositions by Charles Lloyd, including the track that we heard. And once again, that's ECM for you. So, yeah, man, it's just, that was a gorgeous track. Uh, Before that, we heard quite a rollicking track by the great Joe Lovano called Here and Now. And that was from a 1991 album, or 1990 album, called Landmarks. It was one of uh, Joe's really early forays. In fact, I think it's his debut for Blue Note Records. Yeah, and uh, killer group, Bill Stewart on drums, Mark Johnson on bass, Kenny Werner on the piano, John Abercrombie on guitar, and the great Joe Lovano on the tenor saxophone. Man, I, I tell you, it's still, it is a wish of mine. If I had a bucket list, man, I tell you what, I would want jazz greats to read Dr. Seuss books. I know that sounds crazy as hell, but it's the truth. I would love to hear Joe Lovano read Oh, the Places You'll Go, like Herbie Hancock reads Horton Hears a Who. That's an alliteration nightmare. But yeah, I mean, how cool would that be, you know? Mm, That would just, I don't know. There's there's something cool to that. Like, you know, can you imagine Joe Lovano going like, Oh, the places you'll go, you know? (laughs) I don't know. I love it. That's my bucket list. So, anyway, uh, cool, cool stuff. And in fact, going back to John Abercrombie, getting back on point, tangents aside, he's working here with Mark Johnson on bass. So, there's this kind of thing where it's like, hey, there's already familiar territory there because him and Peter Erskine are like, you know, a trio. So, there you have it. Um, And then we started off the set with a great tune called Ma Belle Helene. And um, it comes from the great Kenny Wheeler and his ECM album, The Widow in the Window. And that's from 1990. And Speak of the Devil... 
Peter Erskine on drums, Dave Holland on bass, John Taylor on piano, Kenny Wheeler on trumpet and flugelhorn, and our featured artist John Abercrombie on guitar. So you see, all these worlds intersect a lot of the time. You know, it's just very interesting. So, but the result is such great music. You just got to love it. Mm. So, we've got one more set coming at you. Don't go anywhere. Remember, you can find all of this information, this track information, album art, things like that that you need from our website. And that's Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z Podcast, all one word, dot wordpress.com. And you can also find us on Twitter at N-D-H-Jazz. And... You can please subscribe if you like our podcast anywhere you find your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And feel free to leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Okay? Uh, Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Thank you.
together and I would be remiss if I did not end on that note for them because it is playing the great Bill Evans composition Turn Out the Stars which was also featured as a duo between Bill Evans and Jim Hall and Jim Hall was certainly one of the earliest influences on John Abercrombie before that we heard 
John Abercrombie with Adam Nussbaum again on drums, G- Dave Santoro on the bass, and the great Jerry Bergwanzi on the tenor saxophone from his album, Tenorist, in 2007, we heard Zarology. And uh, what's interesting about that is that Jerry Bergonzi, um, keeping with that Adam Nussbaum, you know, uh, connection, had an album for the Jamie Abersall label called Double Time Records called Lost in the Shuffle, in which it's a trio album between Jerry Bergonzi and an organ player and a drummer. And the drummer was Adam Nussbaum, and the organ player was none other than Dan Wall. That's right, that exact same duo backed John Abercrombie with his organ trios. So, yeah, there you go. Small world after all. And then we started off the set with the great, late, legend, Lee Konitz. And we heard Thingin'. From his 1999 album Sound of Surprise. And that features Lee Konitz, of course, on alto saxophone, Ted Brown on the tenor saxophone, John Abercrombie on the guitar, Mark Johnson on the bass, because small world after all, right? And the great Joey Barron on drums. So, um, yeah, so this concludes our. Uh, part two spotlight on the great John Abercrombie as uh, his capacity as a sideman and my god at the names Andy Laverne, Jerry Berganzi Lee Konitz, Charles Lloyd Joe Lovano, Kenny Werner Kenny Wheeler Tom Harrell, Dave Liebman Paul Blay, Red Mitchell John Schofield, Jan Garberek Nana Vasconcelos, Bobby Hutcherson Jack DeJanette Lester Bowie, Eddie Gomez, Barry Phillips, John Sermon, Enrico Rava, Colin Walcott, Dave Liebman, uh, Billy Cobham, Battle Roy, Michael and Randy Brecker, Gil Evans, Gato Barbieri, Lonnie Liston-Smith, uh, John Johnny Hammond-Smith, Houston Person. I mean, and that's just the ones I can remember off the top of my head, kind of just scrolling back through here so and that's not counting all the fantastic albums that John Abercrombie has contributed under his own name so hopefully if you are already hip to John Abercrombie then this has been a nice walk down memory lane and you might have found one or two little nuggets that you know you're like oh I forgot about that album but if you're new to Abercrombie then hopefully this is a wonderful gateway no pun intended so uh, thank you so much for listening Uh, we do love you madly and until next time ashes to ashes dust to dust y'all be good now because in jazz we trust (laughs) 